What is going on, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Says Podcast. I am your host, as always, Garrett Williams, and I am joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, as always. We've got Arrowhead Tom on my left. Tom, how are we doing today, sir? Well, this is unusual because I'm usually the second introduction. Yeah, You're throwing me off, yeah. man. We, really what are you doing? You can't. Right now, just because, like, just because we moved boxes doesn't mean we, we introduced me first. I was I was typing in our chat. I had an important top, thing to tell you guys. I, saw you. I was like, boom, there's Tom. He's right yeah. there. Boom. Um, I am doing well. I Other than the fact that I was caught off guard by the introduction. But, hey, you're keeping me on my toes. It's, you know, training camp season. We're learning new things, learning the playbook. Rewriting yeah. some new plays, so yeah, I guess that was on me for not reading my playbook. Yeah, I gotta switch it up every now and then, you know, keep it fresh, keep it fresh. And then we got, of course, Kyle Henning. Kyle, how are we doing today, sir? Doing pretty good, doing doing all right. Camp started, most of everyone's there, so getting geared up, getting ready to go. Should be a good year, ready to start. It should be ready to finally talk about them actually doing football things. I think Andy actually said pads Friday. So. Real football to talk about. I mean, it's not real yet. There's no pads. This is. I think he said pads Friday. If I if yeah. I saw that reported. Yeah, correctly. this is the most significant Chiefs football we have gotten in many months. So, um, first and foremost, though, before we get into camp and like Kyle alluded to, who is there and who is not there, um, want to shout out everyone for reaching. For helping us reach a thousand followers on Twitter, that's yes. a, uh, a pretty solid okay. accomplishment. X. Yeah, yeah, X, of course. Yeah, no, not Twitter anymore. It's X, uh, Twitter, whatever we're gonna call it. Yeah, it's not X yet because might not stay X forever. Yeah, yeah. there might be anyway. some, uh, some things going on. But uh, big accomplishment for us. It was a real uh, team effort by everyone. We had some great supporters uh, the past couple of days helping us out. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. it just means a lot to us to uh, to hit that milestone. Obviously, it's uh, we've got a lot to go. We've got a lot more fun content to come. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good accomplishment. How, how do we feel, boys? Uh, we're good. Um, it's it's nice to be there. Thanks um, especially to Corey for putting that contest together. We will be having him on um, very soon uh, to announce that kind of – probably announce the winner of that and kind of give you guys a painting update because he's working on a painting, and we can talk some more about the uh, – the documentary quarterback, because I'm sure everybody's now finally gotten the chance to digest that once or twice, and yeah, kind of totally saw it. Yep, I definitely watched. Yeah, um, yeah. Listen, we don't have any reviews or rates, man. We told you guys I I can't watch it until I get until we get some some reviews and some ratings in, so we can get you know hashtag get Tom Netflix. Let's well, let's do it. Think about it. What would what would Jesus or whatever religious figure you look up to do in this situation that's right somebody dm me yeah cash at me let's make it work yeah yeah so um anyway that'll be good um it's it's a good it's a good thing to have i don't know what what we're doing with the whole platform at the moment but we want to make sure we got that number up so that we can get you guys to come check us out where we where you can find all the content from that's the main thing it's for right now is getting all this stuff out to you in the most efficient way but also getting you to our new most efficient tool which will be the discord which tom and myself and garrett will be talking about and shipping out to you guys to get you guys involved with here soon so uh, look forward to that and look forward to the episode with Corey. but now it's time to talk camp yes we have training camp that kicked off just a couple days ago uh by the time you're listening i say it'll be four days four days of camp so far um 
obviously the most notable news coming out first and foremost uh, was the absence of one player of showing up to Chiefs camp. Uh, Chris Jones, star defensive tackle, Super Bowl winning champion twice. Uh, yeah, he's holding out obviously for a new contract. That's uh, <sighs> You know, he has one year left on his deal. There was a bunch of other defensive tackles that just got paid this offseason. And uh, he is rightfully up next, you know, and he also is, yeah, like how said, better than all of them. Um, so it's just kind of one thing we talked about a little bit last week, how uh, Quinn and Williams, you know, his contract would basically, uh, you know, allow Chris Jones to be signed now. And uh, we had predicted within the week, maybe within the day. Um, turns oh, out here we are. Well, I mean, it was a hope. It's also it was a, it was the a first week. Hope. It's the first week of camp in St. Joe, boys, and it's mm-hmm. hot. Yeah. yeah, there is. Listen, it might be worth the fifty grand fine just to just to sit out a couple of those days. Fifty grand a day may be okay if it's not one hundred and thirteen when I'm out there. It's maybe yeah, okay. You can make it up in the signing bonus, big guy. You you yeah. take it easy out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't need you. So I'm not too worried. Um, I I knew I would. We I we discussed this. I really wasn't going to be worried, even if he wasn't there. Right when camp started, I was going to be a little surprised, mostly because I thought they'd just write the paperwork and get it done. Yeah, I guess that part of that comes with I didn't expect him to be demanding a full thirty. I expect now. This is this is bargaining All techniques, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Schefter copy and pasted his agent text message. Yeah. And uh, like, I look, y'all. Yeah. You know what comes out of where when you read the te- when you read the places when you read the information if you know what you're looking for. Like yeah. that that information from Schefter came from the agent side, and the stuff that came from I think it was who was it rap or whatever it, it'll mm-hmm. it'll sound very different because it'll come from the team side no kidding yeah. It, yeah. the thing is the chiefs a i like i said until the first preseason game until even and maybe even a little bit after but really until that first preseason game he misses that then i'm like all right what are we doing why are we still doing this but right. like i said that first week week and a half in saint joe and it's a hundred and hoo. No, I'm, I don't necessarily. Although I don't think it's going to get much cooler as it progresses, but still, I Please, you, can save, you can save you can save seven or here. ten of those practices off your timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, really, it's thing is, it's, it's hot not, out here. It's hot everywhere. It's extremely hot where I am right now. Yeah, no, I saw I saw a bird blown on a worm before he ate it earlier. Yeah, it's it's nasty outside right now. So but yeah, like like Kyle's kind of said, like and really, he doesn't. I mean, does he need to be to, to motivate yeah, like other guys? Not, there's like not really other guys? much yes, of a concern. For, like, does really, he need to be there? Chris Jones not being there is just opening opportunities for other guys. Obviously, he knows the playbook super well. He's been there multiple years under Spags, so he's not really missing anything. He knows exactly where he needs to go uh, and what, what he needs to do. It just opens up. I don't know, guys. Are we sure we don't want to do something like some of the Facebook groups suggest and trade him for T. Higgins and a second-round pick? Like That's what Madden said I could do. Yeah, well, thank Madden, God. Madden um, never lies. So, first I mean, of all, John, for those of you who did that, that was all. If you if you're not watching again, if you are just an audio listener, we appreciate your support. Come check out our YouTube video or YouTube yeah. as well. Yeah, because uh, yeah. you can see the look on my face when I say that and know that I'm not being serious. We're, do not trade Chris Jones. What is stop yeah. it? Yeah. Well, and I think there's no like concern over Chris Jones not being a chief this year, right? Like that's not. I don't think that's an. I mean, obviously, it wasn't really a concern with like Tyree kill. And then all of a sudden it was in one day, but 
this seems like a uh, this seems like a thing that's not. I think if you were gonna trade him, it was gonna happen in you know before you had the draft in your hometown. Right. Yeah. At this point, I don't think. Yeah. We're gonna trade Chris Jones. No. Like. Well, um, so I think there's also an interesting kind of discussion that has to happen around um, kind of Brett Veach's philosophy, which and you this is. Not the biggest factor in these things, but you like, and Bill Belichick in New England was the king of this for the longest time, like where it's like they don't pay their guys, right? Like they, and you don't necessarily want to develop that reputation, um, yeah. especially. They, pay, they, mean, paid, they paid certain guys in New England. Go back. Yeah, they, they paid, paid certain guys. guys. It was just but, certain guys. Um, wasn't everybody. Not everybody's getting a check, but guys like Chris Jones in New England would have gotten paid. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, it's a comp, like, Again, you have to kind of balance that as a as a general manager to go. I don't want to overpay for guys like we saw this with with uh, Honey Badger, right? That if those initial numbers, you know, if he had given him that deal, I think that probably would have been a really bad situation. Um, you know, in hindsight, it worked Ooh. out. Um, How many so people would be happy with that contract right now? Yeah, yeah. The initial numbers, which you know, he was close Ooh. to what was, he was supposed to get twenty, close to twenty mil, like. Yeah. Um, Depends on who you're eating, but regardless, yeah, it's just it's one of those things where, uh, and, and like Kyle said, it's it's leveraging, it's negotiating, but again, you don't want to develop that reputation as we're not going to pay our guys. But the Chiefs do have a lot of guys who are coming up on second money. contracts, and so you know, it's and Chris has already had um, two from us. Yeah, yeah, but also, and, and third contracts with the same team is rare in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So again, that's where we yeah. that's where we get into the conversation of Chris Jones' all time legacy as a chief. Totally different thing so, when you're talking about a guy who's that dude at his on. Um, he's he all, he's he unequivocally the leader yeah. of your defense, and he's a top mm-hmm. five player in a league, and he's coming off a like career high sack season for him. And and and, and like okay, and, I get and, you don't and. pay for past, you pay for coming, but he's also 29 guys. He's not 40. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's not ancient, so I think they'll get the deal done. Um, My I only think... question is, I think I think it's more. I wonder if it's more how many years versus what the number is. Honestly, I, I don't. I I'm sure the agents probably gonna want five years, and I think the Chiefs are more comfortable with like a four or three. Probably yeah, probably yeah, closer yeah. to three than four. Yeah, but I, I would say they probably split the difference and end up at four. I well, and, and if I you're think gonna, if, some of the I other think deals. if you're Kansas City and you're like, well, he wants thirty, and they want five. Okay, fine, you can have five years, but that fifth year is an absolute funny money. Ha ha! Woohoo! Doesn't it's not real? That is an imaginary. Yeah. That right. is this a whole the, bunch uh, of. That's the that's the back that's the back like year of Tyreek Hill's contract in Miami, where it's like that's yeah. never happening. Yeah, <laughs> that is never happening. <laughs> Because I think that I think the back end of Tyreek, it's like he's a fifty million dollar cat. It's like no, no. You know, the thing that the thing that I kind of think about when you when you know Tom was talking about Brett Beach's philosophy as a general manager, you know, like one the general manager that Brett Beach, you know, kind of came up under with the past couple of years before he became general manager, John Dorsey, he was kind of infamously known for paying guys, you know, a little bit past Oy. past their due. And obviously the Chiefs and Brett Beach had to recover uh, from that kind of that cap yeah. hell that they put him in. Um, yeah. Which, you know, it's a little bit different situation. Like One was bad luck. The rest of that was bad deals. Yeah. It was kind of just some yeah. bad, bad situation. I mean, you know, Eric Berry obviously got hurt. Bad and luck. 
that was a whole thing. Justin Houston mm-hmm. ended up getting hurt a little bit, but still, it was just one yeah. of those things that the Chiefs at that time with John Dorsey were a little more willing to uh, to pay their uh, their secondary kind of stars, uh, if you will. Um, but well, they didn't have the quarterback at that point well, either. Though. Yeah, they didn't have a quarterback <laughs> to pay. They didn't have a star tight end like Travis Kelsey to pay uh, super Ooh, money. By the way, is hilariously underpaid, but that's okay. That is yeah. true. Yeah, but it's just yeah. to think about how much. But is okay more... with it. I don't know how many times he has to say that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, the... I don't know how many times all these guys have to say it without uh, Mike Florio making a angry tweet about it. Christ. But they want to. They want it to be a problem when it's not. And that's well. Mike Florio works for the agents as much as he works for the league. Guys, come Mike on. Florio's he's trying to get. Huge... Yes, the all all these like I just told that's you. That's right, Mike Florio. We'll fight you on the podcast. Copy and pasted the agents' text messages. Basically, like Mike we've Florio seen that like before. Five foot seven. Now, I will say this: room. I would take Schefter over Florio in a heartbeat. Florio is extremely annoying. Beyond yeah. beyond Schefter, belief, Schefter's jacked. But, too, so I mean, yeah, well, that's fine. Florio's just a little. little it's guy. it is uh, what it is. Uh, yeah, he, he was supposed to retire when Tyreek played another snap. So <laughs> did we're, that, still, huh? we're still doing Florio this. Florio do be so. saying things, huh? But to kind of sum Chris, up all of this Look, here. guys, Chris Chris is going to get paid. Um, Aaron Donald is make is what, $30 million? Is that right? 31? Like 31, 31 or 32, something like that. 31. I think it's 31 right now. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter because I think what was Quinn in 25, 26, 26 and a half. I think they're probably in the twenty-eight, twenty-nine range. I think you heard thirty because the Chiefs said twenty-seven and the agent said no thirty, and I think we're gonna end up around twenty-nine, twenty-eight and a half, twenty-nine. So, yeah. uh, like, like I said, so, how much of this is I don't want to be at camp right now because I know how much Andy Reid camps. I mean, he's done uh, what, seven of them at seven this point? of them. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, so like yeah, I think he, I, I think could he's... do something else for two weeks that would be less yeah. painful than that. That would still get me ready. Um, exactly. Quentin Williams was the last. Who's the number two paid? Uh, is it Q? Yeah. Yeah, Q just became the All second. Right. Before him, it was what? Because was it was Simmons? Jeffrey Simmons right before yeah. that. I believe. Yeah. So. Uh, who passed someone else who got paid like four seconds before that? Yeah, yeah. So Aaron Donald is yeah. averaging his AAV is thirty one point six. Yeah. Uh, here, here is where I think that there is kind of some um, like, some conversation. Where is right? Quinnen. Uh, it's like twenty six and a half. I think it's like no, I think it's like twenty four. I'm looking it up right now. Oh wait. Um, it's yeah. I was a little surprised at how low it was. So second payest defensive tackle, um, yeah, highest average is twenty four million. So, it so it is a pretty big jump in terms of like being the number two guy. But when you think about level of play, it makes sense. And I think that they, I think that's probably where the Chiefs have a little bit of room to stand on and say, hey man, like, you know, Aaron Donald is one thing. The next guy, like you can you could pay him twenty eight, twenty nine yeah, million a year, and he's going to be the second highest paid defensive tackle by a pretty good chunk. Um, yeah. So, so again, some of it I think is leveraging and, and negotiating. Um, I don't necessarily, I guess I'm not super worried that it's going to be a, a situation where, you know, go sour. I think, um, I think Chris wants to be here, which is the biggest thing. Uh, and they'll, they'll make it work because he is, yeah, it's um, gonna work. 
a pretty important and you think about how long he's been with this team right this is um what was he at 2014 he's he second draft class um or was he the third um he's been a, a mainstay on this team for a while um <clears throat> i think yeah i don't know who's 2016 wow 16, uh, 2016 the year before pat yeah 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 the year before pat so but he's been around um for a while and and that's i think it's important um, this will be your yeah. second he's in yeah he's and this is a guy who he's definitely in the prime of things right like he yeah Again, 15 and a half. Like, has, this is when you keep the dude. It's the next yeah. contract you can't give him. But you can't have this one go too long or be too big just in case yeah. he has something happen. Yeah, and that's that's where there's probably some some finagling. Just just to put this in perspective, like I'm I mean, literally look this up right now. Think about like and you don't I don't know if we realize how good Chris Jones is. So in 2018, 15 and a half sacks, 2019, nine sacks, 2020, seven and a half sacks. Nine sacks again in 2021, 15 and a half sacks in 2022. So this is a defensive tackle who's got two double-digit sack seasons um, in the last five years and two other seasons that were one sack short of being in. Like, and one of those don't... was COVID, all right? And yeah. I don't even think that year counts for anybody's stuff. And that includes yeah. all the other so just... weirdness that happened that year. There, There's a lot of value there. Um, and again, I think if you – if you if Chris Jones gets this third contract, you're you're we really have to start the conversation on Chris Jones's long term legacy as a Kansas City Chief. But yeah, let's get that deal done first, and then yeah, um, focus on uh, winning. Then we'll go with the guy. Yeah. So on the other camp news, now that we've talked about the guy that isn't there, there's a lot of guys that are there. Um, we've seen some great camp highlights so far. Unfortunately, one uh, other other. Uh, you know, disappointing piece of news. Kadarius Tony uh, aggravated a uh, a knee injury. <laughs> Apparently, he had a surgery for both today and also no, no, just today. Oh, we got we got to clarify that one surgery Andy, this off. Andy clarified one surgery, so was there wasn't a surgery before today. Okay, mm -hmm. look with knees. As somebody who dislocated a kneecap but didn't end up having surgery because the doctor was like. Well, you don't necessarily have to if you just work it out and rehab it back. It could be okay for a while. I did that. Um, also, I'm not a professional athlete, and the second that it happens again, you have to go in and get the surgery done. So my guess would be we had something like that happen. He went in. There's some cartilage floating around in there because I have a little piece floating around inside my knee. Occasionally, it gets stuck in a weird spot. And when it does that, your whole leg shuts off. Like, all the whole knee doesn't work. It's just like, <laughs> and go, and you just kind of fall down. It's not fun. It's really weird. Find some better doctors, my guy. Uh, no, it's it's okay. It's fine. Um, it's, it literally is because I, yeah. I, didn't dis, I didn't tear any of the tendons or my meniscus. Uh, I believe we had a meniscus issue is what the conversation was today. That, that yeah, one, yeah. there's no, there's no, um, other way to fix that other than to to, to go Just fix it. Up. Yeah, so that's a painful that one. Ready by week one potentially, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I think I think oh, they'll yeah. play it's, it safe. One? Yeah, you really should just play it safe. I mean, Hold on. What, 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 I, what day is what day is the game? What day is the first game? The actual first game. September something seventh. Nine I mean there's enough time in theory, but I, I think that realistically 
the Chiefs are going to play it really cautiously with. Yeah, I mean, if I'm the Tony. Chiefs with Kadarius Tony, like maybe you know week two or week three, if there's any, if there's any sense of any kind of injury with them throughout the season, just ice him. Like that's six all weeks. We need that probably wouldn't bring him back till week three or four. Which at yeah. that point, do you puff him? And then if he, in... if he re-aggravates something or if he has another tweak or something, just ice him some more. We all, like, his biggest value crush would be the playoffs. Like, Well, we their do. weird stuff with the injury stuff now is that you can have guys come on and off IR. Like, it's a whole deal yeah. now where you can I mean, do stuff. We'll probably but, see that. Place, place him on the pup list or no? Uh, I don't know if they've put him on pup yet i didn't see an ad, a roster movement i don't know i haven't i didn't i didn't see yeah, anything sure i would expect that, yeah. them to have to do i don't think they ha- i don't think they have to and until they have to make a declaration on him i they're not going to <laughs> we know anything about this franchise mm-hmm. um if they don't have to give you information they're not gonna except travis kelsey apparently which is how um, this whole, a lot of this conversation came to be where it came out to be where oh yeah that may be more of a knee injury than we thought it was originally because Travis kind of mm-hmm. said said it in the interview wasn't sure how long they were going to be without him and then all of a sudden it was like oh hey uh, surgery uh, yeah. yeah it turns out uh, I guess since Kadarius Tony participated in the first practice that he can't be put on the pup list so yeah so that's, that's he's some either ready by week one or they have to keep him or on, that he's on the roster or he's yeah. on uh i guess he has to start and then they have to bring somebody and he can be ir'd right after yeah and i think they can put him on our after cuts that's right there's some wide receivers on this roster that yeah that'll, some, that'll be something that we will talk about a lot obviously you know best wishes to Kadarius tony i think he will heal up and be fine but it just opens we know what we have in Kadarius tony you know what we don't know is all these other young guys that we got in there so we know he's get good more for some plays when he's on the field yes we know he's great for being yeah. there when he's I mean, and listen yeah. i i think i'm as big of a, a Kadarius tony fan as they come it's disappointing um you know i there's it's always it's it's been a fair criticism right the injury concerns they, but sometimes it's luck sometimes um, you know, the way that he does move, like if you watch it, like the man moves in a, in an unnatural, unhuman way and that puts strain on your body. And, and so I think for I mean, him, um, especially as a young guy, learning how to, when to, when to dial it down a little bit, like that's what, and it's one of my favorite things about him is like, he, he has this, this elite skill, but it also destroys his body. Um, so just learning, you don't need to be doing, you, you know, I could see him probably doing some step back cut or whatever and, and practice like, just, just chill, bro. Feel the punt, you know, yeah. you know, take the mental rep. And, yeah. and we, need, going, uh, we need Bobby to give him a call. Well, ASAP. Yeah. I was say. This exactly kind of relates to what we saw in the quarterback documentary about, you know, Patrick Mahomes working with Bobby Stroop. And it's the thing well, is, is that he literally trains Pat's body to work in unnatural ways and, you know, flex certain uh, muscles and tendons and all these different things so that all these potential unnatural movements that happen in NFL games, he's ready for. And that's kind of what we're seeing with Kadarius Tony. It's like, he just, you know, like Tom said, it's, it's so sudden and so crazy that like his movement skills that it's just putting strains on part of his body that haven't yeah, been you properly can train worked that. out. You can train that um, to an extent, but also you have mm-hmm. to have some of that naturally too. You some people just have naturally yeah. better health. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's in, it's in the genes, you so, know. 
but the there's definitely ways you can work on it and train it and whatnot. And we, like you said, we saw that in the documentary. I, I would, I would have thought and would think that Kadarius would probably, after watching that documentary and being around them and whatnot, yeah. go, hey, Give hey, hey, how do we do that? Give me one of those. So, um, it's frustrating, but also it's not entirely unexpected. Uh, I didn't necessarily think he was going to have to have surgery. But I didn't expect yeah, him to necessarily have participate day the entire practice. I didn't necessarily expect him to participate the entire camp, but I didn't, like I said, expect him to have to have surgery. So yeah, yeah I thought we'd yeah, make at least one day. Early. Come on, at least, yeah. like I said, at least it happened. You know, literally five seconds in. So and it's good that he's now got surgery. So I mean, hopefully, yeah. it should be a little more preventative and, and less likely to happen in the future. I mean, this is a different because he had an ankle injury in the playoffs for us, right? So that was that was kind of a different. Yeah. part of his leg. Yeah. Well, he's got a lot of lower body and, stuff. And, yeah. That's just, you know, how it goes. Um, I will say... Really, really quick twitch. Yeah. I will say this to kind of uh, shift us into the, kind of the next, you know, just other news in training camp. Um, some of these young guys look like they might be something. Specifically, there's a young man who was drafted in the second round this year. and Garrett was there. He can attest to my, like, conflicted feelings when he was drafted Rasheed Rice. Um, and this is something I actually shared with the, the Kingdom Recon guys while, while I mentioned them, in case you don't know, that's our um, team of, of draft people that we're going to be launching some some stuff with them soon. So, so you know, look out for that. But I was sharing about how my initial evaluation of Rasheed Rice was really high. Like, I really liked him. I thought he was going to be a guy at the end of the first round. And then uh, a lot of other per- – perspectives and opinions got in there and you know like it's almost like you just you're like oh i don't want to be wrong so i'll just kind of agree with everybody else but and so i'm I'm circling back i'm circling back to my 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 original rishi rice take which is i think he's a dude and uh seems like he's developing some chemistry with with patrick mahomes i think this is um him and sky Moore having those reps with mahomes is pretty huge because one of the best things you can do is get those young weapons in to help to grow with mahomes um and you know their second round picks so the other part of that is like if they don't work out or if they're not like you know all stars no no harm no foul right if, as long as they're solid role players you're doing all right but um those more of those reps and, and we see this we saw this um with McCole Hardman, his rookie season, right? Like we saw Mahomes kind of coaching him like, Hey, like keep running, you know, keep going. Um, it's going to be some good thing with Mahomes being as unconventional as he is like being able to kind of, and this is why him and Travis have such a good connection and they've said it, like he knows what I'm going to do before I do it sometimes. Um, so getting on that same page with Mahomes, or at least as much as on that page as you can, I think that it's hard to do because <laughs> I think Mahomes just yeah. sees things in yeah. a different way than what any conventional football player has. Um, and so learning those things, learning, you know, I, I remember one of the, and it sticks out one of the things in high school, right, that they taught us is if, you know, if you run your route as a wide receiver, not that I was running routes as a wide receiver and your route's done and the quarterback hasn't thrown the ball. You need to run back towards the quarterback, right? Like, yeah. you know, make your way back, make it your way towards the play so that you could, you know, hopefully uncover and, and, you know, get there. So that, that kind of backyard mentality and, and getting adapted to that is huge, but yeah, it's um, a big part seems of like Rice has made some catches and, and Sky Moore has been confident and making plays. And then of course, um, preseason superstar, 
Justin Ross. Buy the jerseys, folks. Buy the jerseys. Yeah, buy the jerseys. We might as well just, you know, put them in Canton now. Might as well. Guys, I don't know if anybody noticed, but other than MBS and Ancient, now I'm calling Justin Watson Ancient, the ride receiver core is all like 16. Some young dude, Richie James is like, a little, is dude, experience. yeah, but, experience. but yeah, the rest some of young these guys. kids are second year, first year, second year practice squad, never played in the league. Like, there's a yeah. bunch of just random individuals in this wide receiver room, for lack of a better term, to some of these guys. Now, I will say this: they have a bunch of dudes. Um, we've seen a bunch of Sky, a bunch of Sky, a bunch of Sky. They, the media hand the, the social guy. media team from the Chiefs cannot, cannot get enough of Sky Moore catching passes. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not surprised by that. It's his next year in the offense. Some of the people in front of him are not there right now. He's going to get featured more. I expect him to be there. He has the skill set. It's just a matter of learning. He he lined up in the wrong formation in the Super Bowl and they still scored a touchdown because. Kadarius and Pat and everybody was like, oh, well, screw it. Just run it. But you're not. Oh, all right, do it whatever. So, again, it's it's stuff. He'll get there. He spent a bunch of time with him. I think all summer with him, if I understood correctly, what Sky did this summer. Spent a lot of time. Um, spent a lot of time. Rasheed Rice went to where, Tom? Uh, SMU, Southern Methodist University. He played wide receiver for uh quarterback who's currently on this roster who also went to SMU in 2019-2020. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, Do you think that Rasheed Rice and Shane Bouchelle may have spent, I don't know, a fair amount of time this summer throwing together and maybe Shane basically going, hey, this is what Patrick likes and wants and this is what he thinks oh. and he sees. Oh, in fact, I know, sure for fact. Yeah, I know for a fact actually that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be partially why I don't think them we're ha- we're going to see that kind of a problem because I think he kind of understands. Um, you mentioned earlier the uniqueness from which Pat sees things on the field. Yeah, except for when the guy that you played college ball with has been in the room with him for like three years now and knows how he thinks and spent all summer going, this is how he thinks. This is what this is. This is how this works. This is what we want here. Rishi got a crash course on the advanced class real fast this offseason. I have a feeling. He yeah, may get, you may get more out of a rookie than we've seen out of a wide receiver in Andy's offense in a while, and I don't want to put expectations on people, but that it's just how this is laying out right now. What they have in the room, who's available, who's around. Yeah, there's going to be some young guys that are going to get opportunities. I don't think they're keeping seven. They're going to stick a couple on the practice squad because there's going to be some guys that get to the practice squad, but I, I do think there's going to be six wide receivers, and – It'll be interesting to see who's in that group because there's a bunch of them just kind of making plays and there are, it work. There are a bunch of them. And one guy who's kind of been under-talked about so far is Richie James, who has yeah. had nothing but compliments about him for mm-hmm. through all camp so far. And, you know, the NFL experience is there. Obviously, it's big with, you know, having a lot of NFL experience in that he room. He can return punts and kicks. And now we don't do need Darius doing that. He's so, good after the yeah. catch. You know, that's a big thing with him. He can run some good routes. He's got he's a pretty solid athlete. Like, he's a sleeper guy that I think will contribute a lot of snaps in uh, in this mm-hmm. year's offense. This but is looking an awful, awful lot like a bunch of dudes on, at wide receiver. You know who else used to play with a bunch of dudes at wide receiver? Just a bunch of guys. Uh, and then, like, 
a super good tight end who was Thomas. probably the best at his position at the time. Oh. Yeah, that guy. Um, yeah. That yeah, guy. I did. remember. I remember when Tom Brady had Rache Caldwell in the AFC Championship game. Now that was Troy Brown was, Troy Brown was out there doing things nuts with with yeah. for him for a while, along with. Uh, Oh God! There were there were some names. I you can go you can go pull some wide on that team. Oh okay. Whoa whoa whoa. Him and his, his recently in the news brother also not. Let's not let's not hey, bring that. Yo, yo. But yeah, the receiver room. Yeah, got man. some dogs in it. Got some dogs in it. Another Just room. a bunch of guys that are really NFL yeah. level guys that so we'll see how good they are. Unproven, but yeah. I think there's a lot of upside and a lot of potential with the uh, with the guys on the roster. I don't think we're gonna be missing out on D Hop all too much. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to have D Hop. Yeah. But like, well, come on! I think we'll be, uh, uh, going to give him that contract. You know, yeah, well, they're not going to happen, and that's of course. Yeah, you know, he wants to go ring chase, and then he signs with the, the those team powder blue money. Houston Oilers uniforms that they're going to wear this year. Yeah, sure are pretty. I hope they were they worth thirteen million a piece and catching passes yeah. from whoever it is going to be between Ryan, Ryan and Will. Will, Will yeah, Will Levis, yeah, Malik, Malik. Oh, whatever, whatever Frankenstein rolls out. So yeah, that's crazy. Let's... Another crazy guy in in camp so far that I want to talk about, Daneric Prince. All yes. right, this is the next. This oh, is the Lord. next coming of of Barry Sanders right here, folks. All right. I was just going to say Isaiah Pacheco mm-hmm. since we did this literally last year, but hey. Yeah, no, the actual comparison. I, I was going to say Isaiah Pacheco. I was like, wait, let's get more extreme with it. All right. Let's really get the hot takes. Lewis right. Riddick. Did, uh, why? Every time. Lou said it. So now. Lou said it. Now Lou it's a thing. Because yeah. Lou said it. And he's as wired into that front office and coaching staff is you can get i don't know how many times we've talked about that on this podcast but yeah no um he's gonna get the ball um yeah he can catch he can run he's got he's got some attitude to him probably gonna play on special teams yeah big special teams contributor i think probably probably gonna probably gonna see him in multiple facets that that may be the nail in the coffin for clyde yeah. As far yeah. as now, that they're they're probably going to keep four running backs, so he may get to live in that aspect. But it's he, until they it, trade him. Yeah, until they yeah. potentially trade him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Although, who knows, man? It's it's a running back thing, and in Andy Reid's offense, it takes a snap for somebody. I mean, we kind of said up we kind of said a similar thing last season about Clyde, and then he came out week one and had like two touchdowns and like yeah. looked like, like a said, run. Andy Reid's offenses, man. It's been that way for his whole career. It's like, do you remember when yeah. uh, Spencer Ware went nuts after Dog. he was, like, written off and got hurt, and then he came back yeah. and, like, went bonkers for, like, another, Dog like – again, yeah. Yeah, and then the same thing happened with, like, Sharkhandrick West and, like, seven other guys. Dog. It's yeah. just how these – the running game is in the NFL, which is partially why the running backs can't get paid for squat right now and had a Zoom call the other night about it. But other than that, um, I mean, we had Derek Gore popping off for like a hundred yards that one time. Like, you know, it, look, man, I, I, think I, 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 I feel bad for running backs because they're under oh, yeah. contract they're, through their yeah, prime and to the end of their set. shelf life. And then yeah. they're like, why can't we get paid? And everybody's like, well, cause there's like seven more of you right there. And yeah, we got, we got a couple undrafted free agents back here that we can and pay. You guys uh, are on, basically man. done now as far as the top end of your career goes. Like there's one of two of you that might be special and go another four or five or six years, but most of you are done. Now. The biggest thing he's got to adapt to your game and Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey is like, he's mm-hmm. deserves a second, third contract. Cause 
he's changed into like a hybrid. Yeah, that's great. Team. Stay on the field, Christian. That's true. That is true. Yeah, but I'm not yeah. paying you 16, 18, I'm not paying 20 million dollars. I'm not no. paying a running back, and I'm not drafting not. one in the round one. I'm that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm doing. So yeah. I think we're done with. I think I think Brett is done with that thought experiment. I think um, I think we point. tried that experiment. We said let's, let's see how he keeps cute we can pulling him out of the seventh round and yeah. undrafted. Yep. And how cute can we get with it? Uh, let's not get cute. Anymore. Oh hey Tom, I had a question. I had a question. Yeah. Real quick yes. while on subject of running back. Hey, where's Jonathan Taylor? All right, he's on the pup list. The That's same, right. The same place that uh, Clyde's been the last two years. No, nope, currently Clyde is active and Jonathan Taylor is on the he's pup active. list. First time. All right, First time you, you get that one. You, you only took, four years. Only that took one. four years from him to and be And guess what? Production-wise, Taylor still has more production. But point stands. <laughs> running backs, running backs in this off. league are not – it's tough, man. It's. I feel bad for them. They're in a tough spot. It's the, tough. the CBA That's really needs to change back. contracts for running backs, just like they need to adjust for contracts for quarterbacks, because Justin Herbert just got paid fifty-three million dollars. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Woo! Hold on. There, we'll You're not going to let me talk about Denaric Prince. You're going to say, "Yeah, go ahead." Denaric, the Prince, Peyton. Yeah. I had to stop. Okay. I had to stop you from talking about him for a little bit because Denaric, you've all, we only Sanders. listened to you talking about him for like three months before the before well, the draft. You know, like you know that I like draft stuff. You know that I like running backs. And you couldn't have Bajan, so you had to go look elsewhere because we told you you couldn't have Bajan. We were, we were dreaming. Um, no, you here, were dreaming. Here's what, I want you, here's what I want you to think of, and you're going to go, wait a minute. Okay. It's a guy yeah. who's had a surprisingly long NFL career. Um, so Latavius Murray, That that's who I think of when I – just very um, – Annoying like back, tackle? But, yeah, I mean, Extremely big guys accurate. who uh, – my big thing with Prince is like he kind of – and we'll see how it, it plays out in the pros, but he runs very upright. Um, but holy cow, do you not want to try to tackle that man? Um, do you know how annoyed I used to get watching our defense try to tackle Latavius Murray twice a year? Yeah, I mean, and like I said – You could have just said so, watching our defense. You could have stopped it there. Yeah. Um, I say that because, like, that's a name that you probably know from those, like the um, – his time with the uh, Raiders, obviously, but like this Raiders is a guy who um, carved out a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight year career, and you know was a 500 plus rusher um, in most of those 500 yard, you know, plus rusher. Okay, um, but what about his all purpose? Can he catch now? Because Denaric can catch. Yeah, I mean, I think. Again, not a not a perfect like he's not obviously he's not a clone, but yeah, I think I think Prince is going to be probably. I mean, you really have I, your generally. The only reason I bring that up is because I actually think I like him better on the receiving end than I do him being handed the ball out of the backfield because I think he's a little bit better in space than he is running in traffic. He's pretty good, but he is pretty good in space. That's the only reason um, I even bring up the receiving side is because I think I like him better in space and he can I like him. I think he can catch and I think I they like can him. run some funky screen I like games. Him. I wish he didn't wear number thirty four, yeah. but I like him. No, oh. thirty four is a great number for running oh, back. Listen, it's a has been number for like running backs that have like failed the past couple of years. Like we had Darwin Thompson that's thirty four. Oh like, good plus. Lord. Okay. I was we like... had Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, we here at the Kingdom Says Podcast would like to apologize for what we are very clearly aware of the bad right? take. Walter Payton yeah. wore 34. Garrett. Yeah, I was like, well, Bears. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, well, moving on. Different. I mean, yeah, it's great. Moving on from but your bad number take. If he was like uh, numbers, if he was like number five, 
or something. I will say this. Darwin Thompson, 34, didn't work. Maybe Prince number 11. 34 is going to work because he's a bigger running back. Um, so, he again, I think – That's true. And then might as well go to 39. You talk about, like, the open field. Like, he's a very um, a very slasher-like runner. So, kind of that one cut, get up field and go. Um, I think him and – Isaiah Pacheco are going to be a good one-two punch and that they have enough similarities as runners, but also enough differences that defenses have to adjust their game when they switch out. And then, of course, you have Jarek McKinnon, who's going to be kind of a completely different speed. So We'll see you in week where nine, Jarek. Where or if Clyde lands, that's a question. Um, but I think his oh. spot is legitimately in danger. Hey, man, if Clyde wants to play for like the first six weeks of the year, get traded. So that Jarek can show up right around oh hey, he's still get a super mid October. Still get a super ring yeah. trade three five, you know. Yeah. So because yeah. I don't really want to see Jarek McKinnon on the football field until it matters, frankly. Yeah. I just well, hey, I'm being let's, honest. Let's try the uh Clyde Edwards Alera fullback experiment. Let's just try No, it. no. I, um, that's one skill set blocking of his that I was never all that fond of, and now you want that to be his primary function, Tom? No, that was, that was the joke, Kyle. Yeah, that was uh, the joke. Yeah, no, on, if you're watching on yeah. YouTube, you would see Tom's face. It's, it's no, a joke. I, yeah. I, I was sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, it, let's, it hop over, let's hop over to some other young guys on the defensive side of the ball that have uh, that have been making some noise. First guy I'm going to shout out is uh, old seventh-round pick Nick Jones out of Ball State. Has been uh, has been making some also that, hard state. Yeah, that's a uh, someone who very underrated. Not many people even not knew to be Ball. confused with Bald State, where Tom graduated from. Oh snap! That would hurt. Sorry, it was yeah, there. Had I some, had to. He's had some. Uh, he's had some solid uh, plays thus far. A couple days in the camp, I think. Uh, Dave Tobe might have talked about him in, in special teams, but that's going to be a big thing for him. Um, also, Naze Johnson has been a big, big. Uh, compliments guy from uh, for the special teams point of, point of view um yeah two young corners that it's going to be interesting to see kind of how the uh, the cornerback is not a corner or a safety what is he defensive back i think you could call just call him defensive back he's just, a, really he's a, just a dude he's just he's a really dude a playing ball in the back end yeah he's and really he's a, a gunner that's what dave tobe says he's the best gunner in the league so i mean which listen. I have a. I, I, go. Sorry, Matt. Later. Sorry. He, wait, he back. said that. I missed that. He said that. He said one of the best. Yeah. Okay. Well, we he's on the back. roster, so there's that. Yeah. Um, this is know. where I want to go back. And For like, those of you that are new here, Dave Tobe gets to pick like the last five guys on the roster, roughly. And if he said that Nazi Johnson was the best, one of the best gunners in the league, Nazi Johnson has officially made the Chiefs' 53 million. Congratulations, Nazi Johnson. You can write that Woo. down right now. <laughs> Jesus Lord. I didn't know that. I missed that quote. Yeah, that was a that was a solid quote. So yeah, there we go. So there's there a little roster go. insight for you. Five minutes. I, uh, I will. Well, um, this is one of those moments. Was like, all right, let's go back and find the episode when Nazi. We were talking about the draft class last year. I told you guys, this is a Dave Toe pick. This mm-hmm. is a guy who's going to be a gunner on special teams. This is a this is a oh, go yes. get him and hit him player. Sorry, I just I, I'm a big fan of Nazi Johnson in that role. Um, he's also, I think, developing into a good depth player. Another corner that uh, had a good day today um, um, was Josh Williams, who, uh, yeah. speaking of numbers, switched to number two, and that's, that's looking clean. That thing's so um, I think, man, that secondary group, if they live up to their potential, that Chiefs could like legitimately have something special. Um, 
Nick Jones is just like might just be a chair. Like he's just might just rotate in as a guy who's a high quality starter. Um, yeah. Or, you know, uh, backup, but it's crazy to think that those young guys are all going to be kind of growing together over the next couple of years. And just, you know, there's some excitement there to see how all that plays out. So, um, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's side note, just, to watch. Little side note, I just thought about another guy in that defense that's going to obviously be on the team next year uh, on the, in the secondary, uh, Jalen Watson. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't change his number this year, did he? He didn't change. He's staying 35 because no. the NFL did allow players to wear number zero now. Ain't that correct? And he wore zero at Washington his last, his last year. That would have been sick. I'm just saying. Uh, continue. Continue with the – I'm curious to see. Uh, and Denaric Prince could have maybe won 35, and then it would have looked good. That, uh, that, which room's going to be younger? It's going to be the corner. The DB room is going to be considerably younger than the receiver the room. The DB right? room is pretty young. Yeah. DB room. Again, for the well, our defensive line room is getting younger. Oh, I mean, the yeah. line room is young at the moment as it currently sits because there's yeah. Yeah. what we talked about earlier with Chris, but. It's Ominahue, Dana, and yeah. A bunch of young guys. Yeah, Carl Loftus, yep. King Felix. Second year, first year, Turks. Yeah. On Pup. There's some guy I saw. Right now. There's some guy I saw in, in one of the Chiefs. Dietrich videos. Wise, is that who's getting snaps right now? Is that who it is? That's somebody. That is a player who I'm sure has. There's no way Dietrich Wise is on our team. There's somebody. a guy. There's number, number 92. I forget what his name was, who, but I saw I, him in one of the. In one of the Chiefs videos, bro is like a mountain, like he's huge. I saw this guy. Is that a, is that a Shelton? No, it's not Shelton. Shelton's Just Shelton's small and big. This guy, tall and big. He was big. He's like six five, three fifteen. I think he was. I forget who it was, but he was. He was is it? Um, he's, I'm he's sorry, it's Daniel Weiss, not Dietrich. It's Daniel. My apologies. Yeah, according according to the Daniel Weiss, guy. number ninety six is who I was referring to, not oh, Dietrich. I'm thinking ninety two. Who's ninety two? I, I forget his name. Uh, uh, he's someone you've never heard of. Well, he's huge. That used to be. It's not who Tano it was because yes, it, it used to be Tano Passanio, who was like 17 feet tall. Phil Hoskins. Is Phil Hoskins. Phil Hoskins. Yeah. Phil, whatever a Phil Hoskins oh. is, he's huge. That's who what he is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the dude. Yeah, he's three fifteen. He's a big. Yeah, boy. He, was, he was in the one of the walk down the camp when they were all coming out from practice when it was like a rain delay. He was just. He was 2020 just seventh, 2021 seventh round pick of the Carolina. Panthers. Yeah, we probably talked about him like one time. We probably Briefly. had one mock draft with him. No, no probably I don't not. Know I don't know. So, Bill Hoskins, the guy. Yeah. But yeah, another uh, position to talk about that I think is pretty notable this this year is the linebacker position because uh, we see we have another One young guy, guy specifically. In that room. Uh, yeah, I was another young guy, guy, room, not young guy, not not a draft pick, a, a free agent that we picked up, Drew Tranquil. Um, you give a Drew young been, guy status, Drew would be very happy with you. Drew will take that. Drew's been in the how, league how, a while, my guy. How old is he? Twenty eight. He's twenty eight. Drew's been that's in the league so. five five six. I would have at least now. said twenty six, but that's crazy. But he he's, has been. He's been with the Chargers. Oh, we're for both, nope, we're both wrong. All of us are wrong. He's twenty-seven. 27. He's been with the Chargers for like five years oh, now. Close, kind of. So yeah, um, yeah, he was with the Chargers for a while. We saw some good, some good stuff out of him from from the Chargers, and now yeah, he's I here. I hated and... that dude when he played for them because oh, yeah, he, he was really like good at football. Dudes. He was a dude that could. You know who else loves Drew Tranquil? Nick Bolton. 
well, Nick Bolton probably doesn't hate it either because now he doesn't have to be on the field when he doesn't really want to be. Um, exactly. But uh, no, the guy that really likes him is Steve Spagnuolo. If you Steve watched Spagnuolo his press conference the other day, yeah. yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yesterday or day before. Whoo! Spags could Woo. not help himself. It was like, uh, I believe the phrase, it was honeymoon. Looks like a honeymoon is the phrase. <laughs> yeah, because he right can afterwards, play all, all the dude, linebacker positions. Spags could not <laughs> stop talking about Drew. He's like, man, and he just did this and that. And we lo- and then, uh, you know, this I mean, guy, he's had to he's, watch him for the we, past we like, five him. years oh. on, on the other side of the ball, you know. So it's like. Sure, Andy's yeah, happy to not have, have to game plan around him. A guy like that. A guy that's a unicorn that can just play wherever you need him to. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty solid. And like we said, it'll help Nick Bolton out with uh, not having to be on the field when he doesn't need to be. Uh, it'll give Willie Gay some some less pressure to to succeed. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a really solid just overall overall signing. Do you like him, Tom? Do you like, do you like Drew Tranquil? Hate him. Absolutely can't stand him. Uh, want nothing to I like him. that he's a linebacker. Number 23. Say about I him. Yeah, I don't like I the fact that he's wearing number 23. That's a bad choice for a linebacker. That's a really cool, that's uh, a really cool linebacker number. I won't lie. No, that's a secondary number. What are you talking about? Anyways, no, no I think it's I think it's interesting um, because he's on a one-year deal. Willie Gay's in his last year. Um, yeah, Willie's got it. I'm going to watch his back a little bit. Yeah, I think reading the tea leaves, um, they're going to keep They're going to keep Nick Bolton, right, for yeah. sure. Um, but at least they're going to do their damnedest. And uh, I think – there may be a little bit of con- like you ideally you don't want to go into the next offseason losing both line like two two of your three starting linebackers. Obviously, you have Leo um, who's hanging around and is going to get some work. Um, but yeah, um, you um, one of the two might be it, it, it really uh, to say this. Drew and Willie may be competing to see which one of them gets a contract, even if they aren't playing in the exact same spot. So, um, like that's that's the yeah the joke no, of what I'm thinking a, think is that, that, is that they main. may end up being competing Did you just for say a similar hand spot. In the dirt, Leo Chanel, is that what I heard? I know I saw him take a couple snaps there on. Training. No, no, yeah. I was I was just saying he's yeah he's going to be around. Yeah, um, uh, but I do agree about you, the contract between the two of them. I think though. Um, It'll be interesting to see if Willie really tunes it in because Willie has the ability to be special if he can tone in the insane athleticism that he has. And I do apologize if y'all are watching this on YouTube. My camera seems to be having some technical difficulties, so it keeps cutting in and out when I'm here and I'm not. So, um, But Willie, Willie has the ability to be truly freaky because his athleticism is insane. Um it's just to see if he can put it all together fully for one season for a year before. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have Drew Tranquil who has put it all together. So it's yeah. one of those, like I said, like times, I think it is really the Chiefs looking out for their, you know, will linebacker of the future. Between one of those two guys, they're going to have one for the future for the next couple of years. So it's. And depth doesn't it. hurt because we've had oh, yeah. some up I mean, and down stuff with Willie. And I mean, yeah, I mean, there'll things. probably be a lot of dime packages that it will be just willie and, and drew on the field as linebackers so that'll be fun because then you got the safeties and then fun. there's the other did, didn't we get it we got another young kid in the linebacker room too didn't we do we leo chanel talking about leo chanel is it leo just chanel? is it just the safety that comes down a lot nick jones is kind of a box guy is he not 
Tommy Jones, Jones in the corner. corner. In my mind. That's Jones corner. the corner. Yeah. You, you yeah, might Brian be Cook. No, Brian Cook's uh, Brian Cook you're, does. Come unless, down you're thinking box, of, unless you're thinking of Chamari Connor, but he's Chamari uh, is who I was. It was like I was thinking of. But oh, he's, yeah, I forgot he's, about Chamari Connor. I don't know. No, uh, he's gonna be. He's gonna play all like all four of your spots in the secondary. Inside, he, outside. He was the fourth rounder, he, he, right? Fourth round. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So big, big yeah, Chamari guy, but. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Spags is getting a lot more to his ability to kind of go. You know how the Spurs, uh, how a lot of teams did the positionless basketball stuff for a while in the NBA? Yeah. Yeah. Of course I do. Yeah. They're going to be able to mix a lot of places, players up on defense in the, in the NFL. He's mixing a lot of that secondary where they can do anything, a lot of different positions. It's, it's interesting to watch him build this defense. The question, the thing that really blows my mind though is, and part of this, like I said, we goes back to the beginning of the episode. Chris is kind of the cog here because they built the whole thing around him at this point. So he is a pretty big piece. He is a pretty big both piece. sides have back, leverage. He's gonna be it's here. It's a weird situation where both player and team have leverage. So oh, yeah. I think it gets done. It'll it'll get done. It'll get done. So yeah, before done. before we get out of here, because we are approaching that hour mark, is there anyone else we need to talk about? Any other notable uh, young names so far? I mean, we've got a lot of camp to go. We've got pads coming. There's twenty. Still watched everyone. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's all. Very interesting. Uh, Very interesting. It'll the camp battles will be fun. Watch the young guys really pay attention. I want to see what Felix does and how he can t- how he develops. Yeah, I haven't heard much about goes. Felix thus far. We haven't but... put the pads on yet. No line play exactly. matters. Pads they have on, no pads on. What are you gonna do? You can't grab no. Them, uh, yeah, yeah, once we get them one on one drills going, we're gonna see him torching Donovan Smith. Am I right? Well, Someone Mike did. Dana might know. Mike did. Dana, my, uh, go read, go read Jeff Allen's quote tweeted that Mike Dana didn't win either of those reps, but oh, that's Sorry. true. Yeah, I believe it's, that. It's yeah. a drill. I, yeah, it's not. It Dana no was offsides on one and pushed around the top on the other. That is called two wins for the offensive think, line. I think he hit. I think he grabbed. I think he would have hit the hand with the bag. Hand, you know. But I don't know. You know, that so. is true. It but, is what it is. Uh, the line play, like I said, is really hard without pads. There's nothing you can really do. Yeah, exactly. That's really um, the, the last thing I also hate one-on-one right on one drills. It's really team play drills because you're never going to be really one-on-one with your line. Even when you are one-on-one on the line, everybody has responsibilities and help tech and all these other things. Yeah. So It's it's tough yeah. to do, but um, it'll be interesting to watch the development of the pass rush and the young guys and see how they be kind of meld, meld and mesh together because that's the thing I think is going to be the most key and what that looks like when their leader comes back. Because there's yeah. no question about who's the leader of that defense at this point. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. there's, there's nobody the else team. on the defense to be the leader. Whoa. So. So with that being said, I uh, I think we can uh, we can go ahead and I, yeah year three Nick Bo- no sorry I'm sorry. tell him tell him Kyle next week on Kingdom Says podcast Kyle and I yeah. debate whether or not Nick Bolton is the actual leader of this podcast go ahead and take us home Gary leader of this podcast interesting leader of the, yes he's he's such a leader we're gonna make him the leader of the podcast he and the defense the I don't know if he'd want that this is maybe sometimes just, maybe the ship is difficult to steer interview. that'd be nice Some, yeah, that is true. But he could yeah. do it. He, he could handle it. All right, Garrett, take us home. Anyways, before guys, we yeah. Thank you all, of course, for tuning in with us this week. It's a little bit later than, uh, than you know, the past couple of weeks. You know, we were just waiting on some more stuff to happen during camp. It's kind of hard to talk about camp when it's the first day of camp. Um, not much to talk about. Yeah, so Unless you're Katerius Tony's knee. and then Well, yeah, unless, yeah, that, that did happen. But, 
Uh, if you're like we all mentioned, if you're only listening to this uh, podcast, which you can find on Spotify, iTunes, and everything else, uh, you should also go ahead and but check it out on YouTube. Yeah, all those things. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Definitely go watch the videos over there. Support us. Subscribe. Rate. Review. Like. Comment. All that good stuff. Uh, follow us on all of our social medias at Kingdom Says Pod on everything. That's Twitter, Threads, Instagram, Facebook. You name it, we got it. Probably, yeah. Whatever um, they name Twitter, we're follow us. We just, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it Twitter to the day I die. But probably, everybody, yeah. everybody, Z us your, uh, your opinions on that. That's Zeta. Us. Yeah, Zetus. Um, yeah. Oh uh, God, me. Tom, did you just have the flashback I just had? No. <laughs> Sorry. No, actually, I was reading. We're about to end, so I'll just say I was reading Latarius' Uh, Sneed's tweet about raccoons in his back. I was going to say Zetus Lapidus, but it is what it is at this point. Uh, someone get just said Z. Someone get this man a raccoon. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, Tom. Have some flashback trauma there with that one. I'll give you a Zetus Lapidus and then have a good night. Stop it. All right, guys. Stop it. Thank you all so much for tuning in this one. We will see you next week with another episode of the Kingdom Says podcast. <laughs>